Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, and welcome to the American Age Podcast. This is C. Travis Webb, editor of the American Age, and this week I am speaking to you from uh, sunny and beautiful downtown Cleveland, Ohio. Hi, this is Stephen G. Fullwood, and I am the co-founder of the Nomadic Archivist Project, and I'm coming to you from a very sunny Harlem. Hi, I'm Seth Rodney. I'm a senior editor at the Hyperallergic Blog and the recent author of The Personalization of the Museum Visit, which was uh, put out by Routledge in May of this year. I also want to make an announcement about another book, which Stephen G. Fullwood and I are actually involved in co-editing. It's mm -hmm. the slated to be the third or fourth, I think, in the series. Fourth. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you. Of Called Living and Sustaining a Creative Life, and this version is Writing. So yes. Stephen and I are co-editing that. Uh, the publishing due date for that is 2021. Sharon Loudon just announced it on Twitter. I think it was yesterday. We just had signed the contracts and sent them back on Monday. So we're off to the races. And off to the races. I'm happy about, I'm happy about that. <laughs> That's yeah. a good thing. It's awesome. It's going to be a great experience, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, and congratulations to both of you for that. I know that uh, is going to be a lot of work. It uh, is. It is. It is going to be a, a lot ton of, of work. A, but good a ton work. of personal essays oh, from absolutely. writers who are like in the field doing their thing. It'll be great. Yeah, lots yeah. of correspondence, yeah. a lot of editing, back and forth. Yeah, mm -hmm. good stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, so this is to remind our listeners that we like to practice a form of what we call intellectual intimacy, which is giving each other the space and time to figure out things out loud and together. Uh, and this week we are transitioning to talking about uh, climate change. Uh, and, you know, we're going to come at uh, the, the monumental topic from a variety of angles, like we uh, typically do. Um, initial uh, conversation is just going to be around sort of where we're at with it, and you guys will listen in on the conversation. Um, you know, we haven't really talked a lot about it as friends, I don't think. I mean, you know, here mm -hmm. and there, but it's not. Um, so I I will be uh, curious and excited to see where you guys are at uh, mm -hmm. on the topic. Mm -hmm. um, so why don't I, Stephen, Seth, do you, uh, one of you want to kind of jump in? Sort of, how do you feel about climate change? How often do you think about it? What do you think about it in terms of? Do you have little containers for it? Is it a place for your anxiety? Is it a place for work? Um, mm. How often are you engaged in the topic with others uh, on the cultural field? Uh, you know, wide open. If I, if I, if I may, sure. I, I, mm -hmm. ha I have an anecdote. Uh, <clears throat> mm -hmm. Over the weekend, because I knew that we were going to have this conversation uh, today, I spent about an hour leafing through my old Facebook feed. Uh, I remember that I had, and I did, I, at the time when I started the search, I, I didn't recall exactly when I'd made a post, but I remember I'd made a post after I'd had a conversation with Caroline, who was dating last year, Caroline Hasfeder. Um Caroline, who works for the UN and had made a visit to the CERN laboratory, C-E-R-N labs, mm -hmm. um, uh, I forget exactly where they are. I want to say Switzerland, but um, yeah, I think that's where, it's where the, the, the Large Hadron Collider mm -hmm. right, uh, 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 was founded and, 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 is, is, and is being operated. And she said that she had a conversation with one of the CERN scientists. And she, I guess it was, a, it was kind of 
free for all after they uh, had done their presentation and whatever. And she asked one of them, you know, given all, given the the kind of ecological crisis that we're on the precipice of, what what do you what do you what do you think our prospects are? And he says, mm, fifty years at best. And this is a scientist at CERN. <laughs> so that was sobering for me when she told me that. And then she told me, oh, I should add this, actually. Um, she said uh, we had a conversation a, a couple of months later when she was visiting India. And I want to say that she was in Mumbai, but I'm not positive about that. I just know that she was somewhere in India. And we were having a conversation with, with each other, and it was 11 o'clock at night, her time. And she was in a hotel. And she said, guess how, how, guess what the temperature is? I was like, I don't know. She said, it's 112 degrees and it's 11 o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. both of those things for me were, I'm trying to avoid the cliches that come to mind. Uh, mm -hmm. they, they were startling to me. I have a sense of what climate change looks at really only because I read the news every day and mm -hmm. I I'm very plugged into the kind of conversation that's happening around ecological, the ecological crisis. So I see the YouTube videos about the the large plastic the island in the middle of the Pacific, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I and I see the I saw the you know the the viral video of the the straw stuck up the 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 the, the turtle's nose and trying to pull it out and, and mm -hmm. save the turtle's life and. I've seen the videos of, of whales washing up and, and, and disgorging the contents of their stomachs, which is just full right. of plastic that they couldn't digest, right? Um, and I know about the, 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 the bees dying out and, and the coral mm -hmm. reefs shrinking and all, all of it. Mm-hmm. I, 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 polar caps melting, yes. Right. All of that. I think when it, what it, what it, where it actually sort of, where the rubber meets the road for me, more so even than the predictions from the scientists, or more so even than the almost uninhabitably hot places in the world right now. I think where it really where it where it feels most sort of I don't know um, almost personal is when I go to the neighborhood Sea Town supermarket, which is mm -hmm. about a block and a half from me. Mm -hmm. And every single time I go, almost, I, I think I would say 99 out of 100 times I go, I have a bag with me. I bring my bag. Mm -hmm. And every single time I go, I am the only person I see who does that. And they're all leaving every day with these hundreds, eventually thousands, eventually millions of plastic bags that are single use, that mm -hmm. they're going to take home and they're mm -hmm. going to throw in the mm -hmm. trash. And I see mm -hmm. that every time I go there and it makes me despair. It makes mm -hmm. me think... Yeah, we, we're not really equipped to, this is why we only have 50 years, because we don't, we don't, we, 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 we either don't know what we're doing or we don't, or we don't care or both. I know that New York, by the way, I know that New York State just passed a bill that will phase out single-use plastic bags. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But they're being replaced essentially by paper bags. So it's not like you're going to force people to bring their own bags to, to, to go shopping. There's a, and there's a question as to whether or not they're going to charge businesses um, for, or charge consumers for uh, the use mm -hmm. of these um, uh, single-use paper bags. Mm -hmm. But, but we're, we're, we're nowhere. We're absolutely nowhere. And um, 
50 years, I think, it, it, it's, it sounds reasonable. Given all the other things that are happening in the, uh, in the environment, that, that makes mm -hmm. sense to me. Mm -hmm. mm. <laughs> um, I, uh, Stephen, do you mind if I jump in? No, go right ahead. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I, to sort of say, I think predictions like that are nonsense. Okay, um, and, and I and I I I think I, I I don't care what a small particle physicist at uh, at the Hadron Collider said hey. about climate change. Hey, I'm not a small particle uh, physicist, but I'm offended. <laughs> uh, any more than any more than I care about what any non-expert on the climate says okay. uh, mm -hmm. about about what happened. What the sort of long cycle climate changes that happen. I, mm -hmm. I don't, obviously it's not directed at you at all. You know, I get that. I, 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 and so I don't, I don't think, first of all, there amongst climate change scientists, mm -hmm. there is a, and I am not a climate change denier. Clearly the clearly anthropogenic, anthropogenic climate change is mm -hmm. happening. It's real. Yeah. Um, Pumping carbon dioxide into the atmosphere, large-scale populations, uh, ranches, plastic islands—you know, bee populations that are collapsing. Although there is now some research that shows that they've also begun to flourish in other areas. Um, I, I, I believe all of that stuff. I'm not a skeptic in mm -hmm. that way about mm -hmm. it at all. Mm -hmm. No, I know this uh, about you. What I am absolutely skeptical of is mm -hmm. prognostication about the imminent demise of the species mm -hmm. and the imminent demise and impending collapse of civilization because mm. this is a long-running theme in human history. Oh, yeah. I, yes. I, I mean, th this is th this fretting about the imminent collapse yes. of of the human project uh, that that we call civilization yes. is is just the note that we hit it's the theme that we use right. and we return to i would argue because we are anxious monkeys that are aware of our own imminent demise and that that death is always on the horizon for us individually and so yeah. the things that we the, the things that we identify with also seem precarious because they are right, yeah. right? i'm not i'm not no. saying they're not precarious and i i certainly don't believe in the limitless future of human beings either right i mean we are on some kind of clock um but it's always 50 years it's always it's always like the time the horizon is always <laughs> Like just just beyond the limit of your own lifespan, or just right. or you your know, generation happens to yeah. Cohen. Yeah, yeah, generation. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. That's right. that's right. a great that's a great uh, identification with it. So yeah. So I I I even though of course um, you know I, I have my own anecdote that I'll save because I want I, I feel like I took Stephen's turn. I want to let Stephen jump in. Oh, you um, didn't. Uh, mm -hmm. um, so the the. The own anecdote that I that I would give around uh, climate change that actually does alarm me, but but also um, introduces an element of humility into the discussion for me at least, is the riddle of the pond and the frog. Right mm. now, now this is if you're observing a pond mm -hmm. and uh, it has a frog population of ten, mm -hmm. right, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. At a certain point, 
if that frog population exceeds the pond's ability to support that population, there will be a mass die-off of frogs. Right. So let's say that pond can, uh, can handle 10,000 frogs, okay. right? And there are currently 10. The riddle is, in, in sort of the, the little you know minor math twister, is on which day is uh, the pond going to be half full with its maximum capacity? Mm-hmm. Mm. And that is the day before it collapses. Mm. Because because of geometric progression or algebraic, do I have? I think geometric. No, geometric. Yes, right. Yes. So, so that means that you know the day before it hits a hundred thousand, it's going to be fifty. It looks fine. It's going to be at fifty. Yeah. And then the next day, it's not. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. And so. So you fall off a cliff. Yeah. And (laughs) so I, I do, I, I, I believe that. I do think that when the end of this particular iteration of things, I don't mean ultimate end, I mean the end of of this particular uh, stage in human social evolution. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I, we, we aren't going to see it coming. Right. It's it's going to hit us like a bus when we were looking the other direction. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I don't feel like the... Uh, the, the the Malthusian sort of predictions of fifty years are what that's going to look like. Mm. Um, I think it's going to be like you know Bear Lehman, and it's just going to go. And mm. um, I, I don't think there's really an adequate way to prepare for that, except to accept one's own precariousness. Okay, mm-hmm. so quick, quick quick question, Travis. Before you, sorry, before you get on, Stephen, no, the, um, mm-hmm. what is what is Bear Lehman? You know Lehman Stern, the the oh. collapse of the oh. the, the oh. Lehman Stern, okay. the right. the uh, Lehman Brothers. Bear, is that Lehman Brothers? Lehman Brothers. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Bear Stern's the, Lehman Brothers. Yes, Baz Luhrmann. Yes, that's I was like, what yeah. are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. Okay. All right, I was cool. trying to find some way to put Baz Luhrmann in there. It's like, how can I? That would be fun because yeah, know, be yeah, it would be cute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stephen, well, and you just did it. it you succeeded. There you go. So I'm some. So I'll start off with an anecdote myself. So because mm. the um, there is a um, I think it's the koala bear. Yeah, mm-hmm. the now functionally um, extinct because of the deforestation in Australia. The Australian Koala mm-hmm. Foundation just kind of put this article out. I think a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, it was in May. It was in May of 2019. And I thought about it because I re- realized I hadn't done any research or done a lot of thinking about this particular podcast. And mm-hmm. it mirrors how I feel about <laughs> um, climate change in general. Mm-hmm. I'll pay attention to it, get frustrated, get excited, get um, terrified, and then go pay it no mind and go to something else. And the mm-hmm. pay it no mind mm-hmm. for me is kind of a little bit of what you're talking about, Travis, but it's my lens pulling back at the planet. Mm-hmm. And so I was watching something this morning, which made a lot of sense to me. It was almost perfect for me. So they, they're talking about the different ways in which um, Jupiter and Mercury have a, are, are now kind of out of sync. And mm-hmm. that a little each year, Mercury will either spin out of the galaxy or, excuse me, out of the universe or, or it will and, and, and knock Earth off its axis and Earth and Venus will change um, orbits. These are all predictions, of course. And so they were talking about these scientists who 
ran all these numbers through these supercomputers and they said, this is likely to happen. Mm. And I was like, I just don't feel like being bothered with this. This is so annoying. But then the next scene, I don't know if you've heard of this synchronization of metronomes, this idea. And what it is, if you put five to 10 metronomes on a plane, a glass plane or or any kind of plane that moves, Mm -hmm. that moves, Mm -hmm. that you can start the metronomes at different times. But if it Mm -hmm. swings back and forth, then the metronomes will all come in sync with one another. They'll, Mm -hmm. the energy Mm -hmm. from one will affect the other, sort of the way that they talk about the universe and, you know, um, gravitational pulls and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. but if you hold that, that plane that they're on, then Mm -hmm. they go out of sync again. So Mm. then I started thinking about harmony Mm. and how it relates to climate change and how we're not really living harmonious lives with climate change. Mm. And there's a, Mm. the stronger part of me goes, we're fucked Mm. because people are greedy. (laughs) Mm. And it's not that just people are greedy. I think people have a hard time imagining a different kind of way of living. Mm. You know, the idea, your anecdote about people in the plastic bags I, I, I know people who have money or people who don't have money. I, I, I've witnessed and talked to people who get upset about the idea that they can't have what they want. Mm. Why can't I have a bag? Mm. This isn't going to change anything. It doesn't mean mm. anything. You know, they're not thinking butterfly wings in Brazil, mm-hmm. you know, tidal wave in Hawaii, that kind of thing. They're thinking mm-hmm. of me. This mm-hmm. is mine. Mm-hmm. And so I think climate change, when I listen to Republicans going about, there's no critical, study, critical mm-hmm. studies and blah, 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 I mm-hmm. go, but that is a pervasive way of thinking among a lot of people of different classes, different races, mm-hmm. you know, around, <clears throat> I, I'm living my life. And so why do I have to worry about this? Let the right. scientists take care of it. It's always somebody else's issue. Right. The last anecdote I'll have with climate change and garbage and all that. I remember when I first moved to Harlem, I'm walking down 125th. And at that time, 125th had, it it started its revitalization Mm -hmm. with chain Mm -hmm. stores and whatnot. And I'm walking Mm -hmm. and I happen to see a little boy throw a piece of paper up in the air. And I don't know what made me look at it, but I watched it and I just watched it hit the ground. (laughs) And I've got this thing about litter where I get really angry and frustrated and could turn into one of those crazy people. You should pick that up. I could turn into that guy. You know, I could totally turn into that guy. But I remember yeah, thinking, oh, people could just people just throw things away. And I've seen people eat food and the rappers would just fall to the ground and keep talking on their phone or eating. And I go, mm, I don't know about this, this these humans. I don't know about these humans. Except I don't know if they're that interested also, in <laughs> in living that long. Except they also they also pick the trash up. No, right? absolutely. I mean, also, no, absolutely. I mean, also, all those scenarios. And, and, Not everybody. And people are also yeah. selfless. And they're you all know, those like, things. Drive mm-hmm. drive to uh, New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina to deliver supplies. Fill up their RVs with water and food. And I have no you know, numbers, I, Travis. I, just, I have no numbers, Travis. Uh, but I just I. I'm around people who are enlightened, and I just kind of cringe at some of the ways in which, including myself, you know, thinking back on it, going, but this, we could do this so much better. And so I think I'm I'm excited and I'm motivated by the people that you're talking about. Absolutely. They excite me. I love them. And I'm also, um, with dread, the other folks who don't see these things as being real issues and that they think, Mm -hmm. well... We're all gonna die anyway. It's a 1999 song by Prince, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nuclear war. So what? I'm going to so, go out. Steph, I cut you off, sir. So, 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 so I'm. Uh, 
I'm come from the same cloth, Stephen, as you are. I am really dismayed and and frankly disgusted uh, when I see that kind of behavior. And I see it around mm-hmm. me a lot because I live in New York City and I take public transportation quite often. Mm-hmm. And, I've, and I happen to live in in a, in a particular part of the city that is um, uh, econ- economically it's 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 a bit struggling. It's a mm-hmm. bit str- mm-hmm. struggling. Um, to the South Bronx. <laughs> that sounds so, cuter. <laughs> Drugly. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I think I read that on like um, Very Smart Brothers or The Root uh, uh, that uh, sounds... one day. And they were still talking about somebody's struggling teeth. <laughs> and I thought that was, oh, that wow. was perfect. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I have a real problem with that. I have a real problem. I mean, it, you know, Tra- Travis makes a good point in that. Depending on the direction in which you look, right, you will see mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. aspects of humanity that are uh, wonderful and in, in, inspiring. And, mm-hmm. you know, you look another way and, and you will see the worst of us. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, what, there was something else, though, that, 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 that was said. Um, uh, I think Stephen brought it up that I wanted to. Um, run with planetary now, wobble. Let's see, metro. Oh, things in synchronization. <laughs> yeah, things not being in sync. So, I mean, what yeah. you're saying essentially is that one of the things you're saying, one of the things you're suggesting is that because we all can't get on the same page with understanding the severity mm-hmm. of what's happening ecologically, right? Mm-hmm. We are, we are, we're kind of gonna keep ticking away at our own sort of. Cadence, right? I mean, that's what you're suggesting. It feels, in other words, it feels in like a, a human mm-hmm. project. It doesn't feel right. like an individual project. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. Right. So the you know the harmony thing. I mean, that's a the harmony thing is a human in, invention. I don't mean it's an invention as in we made up that things in the universe sometimes harmonize i i mean clearly that does happen mm-hmm. there is obviously a structure and a kind of uh short-term stability in the universe mm-hmm. right i mean planets hold together solar systems absolutely it's there's all kind of structures right mm-hmm. but but absolutely like intertwined in that double mm-hmm. helix is is disunity and disharmony destruction and mm-hmm. and, and and destruction and that is also as vital and intimate an aspect of creation and the universe mm-hmm. that that we experience that's not that's not a human that's not a bug that's a feature and and in that mm-hmm, way mm-hmm. In, in that way like our our rapaciousness right mm-hmm. our need to want to like have the bag it, like everyone have a bag and everyone have this and everyone have that mm-hmm. also is an engine and motors and drives our innovation and uh, our our mm-hmm. um, optimism to solve problems. Yeah, and you're so, being. I, I'm sorry, I cut you. I, I was rude. I no, apologize. no, please, no, no, no. But no, I, no, no, I was no, just no. so pissed off by what you were saying. <laughs> okay, good, 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 good. Like, no, you're being too sanguine about this, Travis. Like, you really, like, I really think, like. Yes, and on no. paper, I would absolutely agree with you, but I'm the motherfucker right now who wants to like 
go through the theater ringing the bell saying get the hell out the place is on fire like ser- like seriously like we need <laughs> okay, get wait, the wait, women wait, wait. In, get the women and kids like seriously okay no, just okay but seriously pause <laughs> on your indignation because it, because didn't you just take a plane to cleveland yeah like, but are, are aren't we aren't we all intimately bound up and utilizing the, the, implicit. the very ambition I'm fingering, like yes, do you, I mean, yeah. the, the, yes. I mean, your 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 career I know. is built out of out of out of critiquing the effluvium of that effort. Yeah, absolutely and, right. And I celebrate it, and I think right. that's a wonderful thing, and I think that's a glorious thing, and I don't want to lose that thing. Right. But I don't, and I don't feel guilty about it. I mean, I, there are things that I that I think that we should tackle and attack and do our best to ameliorate. Because as we're going to talk about in the next podcast, the people that are fucked in climate change are poor people. Right. That's who's going to get fucked in climate right. change. Not, oh, not, that's right. I mean that that that's that is what's going to happen, and that I think is a serious problem that that requires. A serious effort to address it. Agree. Uh, so anyway, Agreed. so I'm sorry. I was, I was just defending my. my <laughs> no, 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 no. It's cool. It's cool. No, we got into uh, it. It's good. No, I, so I have a question for both of you. Because um, mm-hmm. it just occurred to me uh, when I was uh, listening to um, uh, to Stephen um, that there is uh, there is a film scene that occurs to me when I think of the words climate change. I want to ask you both. When you think, when you hear the term climate change, is there a particular image that immediately comes to mind? Sweating polar bears. Oh. The, wait, wait, what polar bears? Sweating. Oh. Oh. Okay. All right. That's great. That's great. The, the uh, two come to mind. One uh, is not sweating polar bears, but that that uh, image that came out not that long ago of the polar bear like in the middle of the ocean yeah just like mm-hmm. with without without an iceberg in sight right. um, mm-hmm. that and then uh this really uh, skinny radi- one is that yeah. right yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. and yeah. then and then uh extreme weather so like uh images of like uh, houses being blown over in hurricanes things like that mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. for me this this scene that always almost immediately comes to mind is the opening scene from the film by Terry Gilliam starring mm. Bruce Willis called oh, now it's oh uh, 12, 12 monkeys. monkeys yeah that yeah, scene yeah, yeah, yeah. where he Good. wakes up yeah, in the barracks and then plastic mm. covered and in order to go out into the world like he has mm. to he has to basically put on a hazmat suit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that scene is what comes to mind when I think of climate change. Mm. So mm. what Travis said earlier about um, the fretting over this ending thing, mm-hmm. like it feels like a larger metaphor, obviously, for just life. Like you're not going right. to be here for that long. That's right. And you want everything to be right. right for everybody else, no matter mm. what your politics are. In some ways, you just want, you, you think that we could do better. And yes. that's what mm. that's what drives me. I think that we could do better. Mm. But, I'm, but again, um, an asteroid could come and hit the earth. Boom. Mm-hmm. I can drop dead tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Boom. You mm-hmm. know, but those things don't, they don't distract me or occupy my consciousness when I think we could just have cleaner neighborhoods. We could mm-hmm. use less garbage. We could do mm-hmm. more recycling. We could find mm-hmm. ways to educate people and ourselves on best practices, but be flexible enough to know that that might change. 
Mm-hmm. And so earlier when Travis was talking about the idea of humans, uh, harmony <laughs> is a human invention. I agree with mm-hmm. you, but it is a good invention unless you are in a cult. <laughs> and it's religion. I totally agree with you. No, no. Same, same wavelength, same page. I know. Same I chapter, mean, same right. I, was, I totally agree. I was going to call you a cult leader earlier. I was like, it's the wild, wild west, yeah. wild, wild country. <laughs> but but no, no, because I, I think I'm in some you. ways they're trying to... I think the best of cults, if one could say that, that they are trying to um, <laughs> lean towards something, do you know? Right, but just right. end up getting it yeah. really messed up because then yeah. everybody's got to wear the outfit. No one's right. reading the manual on how to act, you know, that kind of thing. Right. <laughs> right. Like, I'm that right. guy. I'm like, I don't want to wear this. Get him! You right. know, so. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm, so I think we probably were coming up on time, but two things. Yes, harmony is a wonderful invention, and I want to, and I, I want to, uh, continue to improve and expand that harmony. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'll just leave it at one. I just, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm completely with you on that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, you guys, any, Seth, please. You yeah, I just, please? I just want to uh, suggest um, a possible agenda for the next couple of talks, at least. One mm-hmm. thing that occurred to me, and you said it earlier, Travis, was that the where the rubber really is going to hit the road with regards to climate change, is chi- climate change's effect on human populations is the poor. So mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, I think one of the things that we could talk about is what that, from a research point of view, from mm-hmm. a scientific point of view, what, what does that look like? What does it look? Mm-hmm. What is what's what's the worst that's going to happen? I mean, we've we've seen some of the things already. Yeah, um, New Orleans is disappearing. And it, and it's likely not going to be around in the next mm-hmm. 10, 20 years. So maybe we can talk about like what the poorest uh, uh, on the planet. But New York will be. There's enough right. money in New York that New York is going to be fine. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. an island too. We keep forgetting that. We're an no, island. No, no. <laughs> no, but we might, we actually might lose the southern tip. But, but no, we should talk about you, that. You, we should talk about property. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, great. So th- thanks and, very much for the conversation. Oh, so, so, and one more suggestion too. Maybe, maybe following up on that. Uh, and it's something that mm-hmm. Stephen said jogged this for me. What does better look like if we are going to right. combat mm-hmm. climate change? What does better look like? look like that's great yeah all right well we'll add that to the list imagination Uh, steven and seth thanks very much for the conversation indeed uh, to you guys next week okay Thank thank you